Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 40 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. Whoa, it is I, Joseph Crush, back, baby. Ah. I mean, let's be honest, boys. You, you, you let's miss, let's be honest. You let's missed me. <laughs> um, NJ3, I, let, let's just get it out there. I appreciate you very much. All right. That's what I want to hear. Took over like you normally do when I'm out. <laughs> I've just been four times in the past two months. Um, yeah. Crazy how that works. No worries. I'm uh, it's, it's appreciated. But uh, how's it going? Good morning. Love to have you back, but it's not the same without the four horsemen. So welcome back. Good morning. I had some technical difficulties, but I appreciate you guys working with me on this one because uh, I'm usually the tech guy and not not this morning. <laughs> I needed I needed a geek squad to fix my shit. I was gonna say you better you better call in the geek squad. Oh, I did already. Tech tech is always unpredictable, so uh, it's all right. No worries. Uh, Nikki Noodles, what's going on, man? What's up, Joey? Welcome back, pal. Thanks, man. Great Thanks, to have man. you along with along with the boys. Of course, good to be back. Bad news, Canali. Hello, sir. Morning, sir. How you feeling? Everything good? Everything's good. You know, uh, gotta give a quick shout out to COVID nineteen. Oh. It took on it took on Joseph Crush, but I think I'd like to think I came out a winner. It was a long battle. <laughs> it was a ten day Iron Man match, but uh, I had the, I had the most. Victory, as long as so. you get this, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I do want to address the. Uh, you guys had a couple shots to take at me. Oh, so they you don't they say they weren't unheard. <laughs> all, all I could say is the numbers don't lie. So. Uh, <laughs> The investors, the uh, the ads, they were screaming for me to come back this week. I had to make a return. They're like, dude, we can't do that. That threesome again is just, you know, it, does, it didn't work. We need we need four. We need the four of you guys, especially you. I was like, all right, all right. Even if I'm still sick, I'll come back. I'll make I'll make everyone happy. So uh, I'm back, guys. Um, do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next paper champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Listen. WrestleMania, we're getting it in live, in person, Tampa this year, 37. They announced this earlier this week. Um, we're getting 38 in Dallas, 39 in LA from what we're told. But let's focus on this year. Uh, they want fans. Stephanie came out in, in an interview somewhere, I believe, and said they're they're looking for, I, if I read correctly, at least 25,000 fans. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Uh, 
this is good. I I think I think uh, I know we had said in the past noodles that you you want if you're gonna go live for WrestleMania, it's it better be a hundred percent or nothing. But I think we can pull off twenty five thousand, still get away with something at least like okay, right? At this time, twenty five thousand is the equivalent to two hundred thousand. So yeah, you might as well jump on that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like <clears throat> for uh, for for population purposes inside the stadium, like twenty five thousand to a hundred thousand seat stadium isn't. I, actually like be a little echoey but it's it, it'll still pack a punch yeah so i'm excited what do you think what do you are you are you okay with the twenty five thousand? like are you, do you are you okay with wrestlemania being live and in person yeah absolutely um but you know so again twenty five thousand is obviously a lot smaller of a mark than obviously we'd all like but it's it's the biggest number of anything that's gone on in a long time so if that's what it takes then i'm all for it you need it, especially, and I know they need the money. You know what I mean? At this, yeah. this time, so they, they got to get the ball rolling. And at the end of the day, someone's got to have the grapefruits to go out there and, and be the first one. So why not WWE? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, we're getting two nights, as they announced, for 37 and J3. Thoughts on uh, getting WrestleMania back? I mean, listen, they got to do something different than what happened last year. They did the best they could, but it wasn't good enough. Yeah. This is a little bit better. 25,000 is definitely a number that I thought was significantly higher than I, I anticipated because um, last week's show that we uh, that we hosted for you, um, we spoke about WrestleMania and like we compared it to like, you know, what the Bills are doing over in New York, you know, 6,700 people, 25,000, like Nick said, that's going to pack a little bit more of a punch. So to be quite honest, best of the worst case scenario. I'm cool. Yeah, I think we've seen these, these playoff games for football, and even like, even in the regular season, like this, the certain amount of people that they have, there are still a lot. It's, and you, you get that, you get that, uh, that live feel when you look at it, it's not as a aste- as aesthetic, but like, it's still the feel of it is feels more real than nothing. Right. Or the, the punched in audio. So um, I don't know, Tom, just, uh, and we're also getting reports that WWE may want to try for like bigger things to happen in these events. Now that we have actual fans there, um, just your thoughts on the whole uh, WrestleMania thing. Yeah, no, I mean, excuse me. No, it's great. You know, so get back to some sort of normalcy. I mean, like we said, 25,000 compared to a hundred thousand is like, you know, not, but I think the way to work it out, they'll maybe put like tarps in like the upper level of the stadium, probably like fill it out type of thing. But no, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be good to see. And, I think, you know, I think they're doing it for both nights, I believe. They're doing, you know, fans for both nights, so that's cool, you know. And I think I read that they're going to be three hours each, each show, so it's not, like, that many people together for, like, you know, like seven, eight hours, like how many t- typically been for the last few years. So, yeah. no, I think, I think that's small what they did. But, no, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. And, like, like we said, I think they'll do, like, camera angles, make it look more filled in, obviously. You know, Vince is a pro with that, like his team. So, I think, no, but it's going to be – gonna be good to see it really is um hope hopefully we get you know nothing crazy happens in the next couple of months but it looks like we're turning the corner with this thing so good to, yeah. good to see yeah like yeah, so, we, so we could trust uh the production team and wwe yeah. to, to handle properly with how it looks and the feel of it so it should be good i'm excited i think uh you watch back old events from right before covid like even raw rumble 20 uh, 2020 and it was just like how much better it was with fans there it's yeah. insane it's uh it makes the product that much better. So um, I'm sure they'll have plenty of virtual screens too, to make it, to make it look sure. better and all that. So, and, and they pump the crowd noise. So they'll, they'll make it work. Trust me. Yeah. They always you, find a way. And you've seen like Tampa host games this year. Um, they, uh, 
they have they they could put, I'm sure they have like the fan cardboard cutouts they could throw in just to make it like look better yeah. than not just like empty seats because I mean no one likes to see empty seats at wrestling man so I'm sure Vince doesn't either even if it's like a, a or, or any event thing. really <laughs> true um, even with the excuse of COVID but uh, I'm excited I think fans back and I know I think it's only going to be for special events like Mania or something like that so it's not going to be a uh, a common thing going forward at wherever they host like Raw and SmackDown. Cause you got to think trap baseball's coming back. The, mm-hmm. the Rays has got to go back to Tropicana. What, what are they going to do after that? So I don't know if they have a plan for live events after the Rays come back for baseball, but it should be, uh, should be quite interesting. Um, Undertaker was on Joe Rogan podcast. And I think me being such a big Rogan fan, I've been looking forward to this once Taker started doing his, like uh, his, his coming out tour if you want to call it that um, big Joe Rogan fan. I think his guests are always great and his conversations are always great as well. One thing came out of this that everyone's all up in arms about is taker. Uh, Joe Rogan asked if he currently watched the product and he's, and taker kind of gave that look like I really am not into it. it and he kind of said it was like soft. Now uh, the product is too soft. And then he locker room, got brought up and he had said how back in the day he went into the locker rooms and he called them a lot of crusty men were in there um i don't know what that meant but uh but there was like guns and knives in the bags and now everyone's playing video games so like people you know how people are today they're taking that super serious and basically saying that taker preferred uh people doing drugs over playing video games so i don't know how you want to take this but uh, and I know not everyone got to listen to the podcast, but just just from that little uh, example, Jers, uh, what do you think of just the comparison of Taker appreciation for locker room then versus now in the product is just differentiating? I mean, he's got a point. It's it's definitely we live in a very different world. It's a very different world. It's a very social media based in your face feelings type of world. I mean, it's a world that Nick loves to live in right now. Um, I can tell you for sure. Don't get, um, don't get me started. <laughs> he he loves this. No, all jokes aside. I mean, it's 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 hard. It, he has a point. We we live in a society that you celebrate everything, and um, you know, I, I, without getting too much into it, I guess I, I I am speechless. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I, it's- I, you don't want to say the wrong you put, you, thing. No, you don't want to say the wrong. I was, I was joking about Nick before, and obviously, you know, clearly he does not like that. Um, I, I don't know, man. Because look, like you got the, the Undertaker, the guy that everyone looks up to, and everyone now people are coming out and like vocally, verbally disagreeing with him, like Woods and other people, and uh, it's just an interesting take, I think. And you got to look at it from like people are audit, like just running with it and saying, "Oh, he rather." people do drugs and play video games or drink and do it's like relax it's not what he meant i think he just meant like it's just different time and like he look it's the undertaker he grew up in this era of it was like the, the quote-unquote wild west they call the girl like in, in that industry so i think um just it's it, like you said it's a different time now and he he's the one from that time that's still around that still has that voice so it, it's going to, it's going to be set. I mean, I don't know. I, again, I'm kind of speechless too with it. It's like, you don't really know what to say, but like, it just, it I, is I, it I is. try. I usually, I usually can say something about everything, but I just, 
It's hard. Do you Joey, want me to right? step like, in and take care of this one? No, no, <laughs> stop. Because then we'll lose all our sponsors. No, we just no, got I'm, I'm just saying it, it's the, the, no, the, the, no, the, the no. fact of the reality is that that things things have drastically changed, right? It, um, viewpoint, vantage points, viewpoints. You know, society has gone through a complete overhaul, right? There's a different understanding. There's a different. Um, I want to say. Uh, how things are taken context contextually wise, right? Like people take things and they run with it, however they feel like it. Um, you know, things have become a lot more sensitive in today's world and right, wrong, or indifferent. It is what it is. And how things were done back in the day compared to how they are now is two animals that people won't understand. And when cultures change that drastically, you can have very different viewpoints on how things are. And people today don't understand how it was 20 years ago. And people from 20 years ago can never fathom how it got to the boys' point today. I just think my, my only issue is that people are taking his his uh, comments out of context. Yeah, very. That's, but that's, very but, out that's of but that's that's like the social like I wouldn't say social, but like that's like the keyboard warrior aspect of today. It's like everyone has to find a problem. Like, oh, he said this, and let me spin it to this way. It's like yeah. there's there's always that thing where people spin it to however they feel like because everyone's offended. Yeah. Like how how is that an offensive thing? The guy's speaking from his time back in the day. It's his personal opinion. And in today's world, sometimes having your own opinion is, you know, it X marks the spot. And you're, you, you're on you the chopping probably, block. You, and, you could probably ask anybody, Austin, Triple H, anyone from that era, and you could see, I guarantee they all give you the same answer. Well, think about this. If social media existed when, and back in 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when those guys are in their prime, nobody be arrested. No, <laughs> these guys, not only would they be arrested, but have, people would have no respect for them. Their, their history would be erased. I mean, it, it's it's really it's really sad how it how it's gotten to this point where people just can't just understand thoroughly where a guy's coming from and his personal opinion, and that and that's that's really disturbing. Yeah, especially Taker, much as the guy's a legend. The guy's done yeah. nothing but great things to the business. He's speaking his mind and not in a negative way. He's just telling it how how it was when he was around, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's like someone you know, trying to talk from their experience from watching watching baseball or football from the '50s and '60s and comparing it to today's game. Of course, it's going to be different. Yeah. And just because he doesn't agree, like like it now, doesn't mean it was. I don't know. It's just a horrible. Listen, a lot of people don't like like a lot of people don't like things that they're no longer a part of, right? Like it, you do something because you're great at it and you love it, but when you're not really involved with it, you kind of move on to something different. Yeah. You think like guys when they get eliminated from the playoffs, they stay home on the weekends and watch the Super Bowl by themselves? Exactly. Fuck no, yeah. they don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Some might, they're not but... in it. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, just uh, I thought it was an interesting take. I, I mean, the, the whole interview is great. I, I suggest anyone, anyone that's a wrestling fan, go, go check it out. Um, I think it's on Spotify and YouTube. But uh, it was a great interview. And and Joe, Joe Rogan, not being a huge wrestling fan, he asked questions that you may not normally get from a regular wrestling interviewer. So, um, go check it out. I would definitely shout out to Joe Rogan too. I remember uh, when yeah. he first started his podcast, and it was like you know. It was a small, regular thing, and what he's become is remarkable. Yeah. So yeah, it's totally. nothing but respect for him to have a number one podcast in the entire world is remarkable. Yeah. I think I got a $100 million deal from Spotify. Some Amazing. Crazy Good for him, man. That, that's fantastic. Wow. Um, <clears throat> before we get into Raw, NXT, Dynamite, SmackDown, just one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, rumors coming along that Aleister Black has been held off TV. Uh, I think from what the... Tom, did you send that report over in, yeah. the, in the group chat? I think they mm -hmm. had written that uh, they wanted to cool it down from the whole Zelina Vega thing, but they mm -hmm. want to bring him back in a, in a big way. Um, Tom, I know we had you had talked about Alistair being one of those guys or the, the guy that, that has been underutilized. This should be good, like sound like good news for you. How um, are you like, what's your opinion on this possibly happening? And how would you would you have any way of bringing him back 
if that's a I mean, I mean, what the report said, they want to, like you said, bring him back in some way. Like, are they going to bring him back like as a heel? I mean, because you got a big heel on SmackDown now, obviously, with Roman Reigns. So yeah. you're going to do that or are you going to bring him back as a face? I mean, what are you what are you going to do? But no, I mean, I mean, just to get him back. I mean, the guy, like I you said, he's the most underutilized guy on the fucking roster. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, the stuff with Selena, you know, played a bit, you know, a big thing in this. But I mean, just, you know, maybe he comes back next week at rumble who knows but i mean it's just you know gotta get the guy back and i hope they do him you know when he first came up he was you know it was horrible i mean there's only other way to put it i mean they had no idea what the hell to do with him i mean i hope like i remember you requested to go back to nxt and they said no so i mean hopefully this is the payoff for him hopefully but as we've seen in the last few years nxt calls really don't last that great on the main roster so maybe this is the turn of it who knows but no just gotta get him back in some way yeah, I hope it's. I hope they do it right. I think uh, he he's definitely been missed on TV uh, when it comes to SmackDown because that's uh, we found out that's where he actually is on because I, I we didn't know for a while what show he was on, um, but uh, maybe maybe a return at Rumble. Um, I mean, it may not be the biggest uh, thing, but then you you evolve from there. Uh, the following week on SmackDown, you you have him do something crazy. I don't know if he'll be a, a babyface or a heel, but. I'm just excited to see him back on TV. I think uh, we could all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Black's a special yeah, talent, absolutely. and uh, he's definitely missed on on our TV screen. Um, <clears throat> going into Monday Night Raw, NJ3. We got uh, we got Lucha Orton. We got El Diablo, Randy uh, Randy Orton back, uh, rocking that mask, selling selling the burn from Alexa. Uh, I, I I definitely like the the sell of it. Uh, First time we've seen Randy with a mask on, it's definitely interesting. Um, we know he's going to be in the Rumble, right? Uh, but there's reports that they're still going to do a, a gimmick match at uh, at Rumble with the Fiend. There's rumors; it hasn't hasn't been said it. We haven't seen the Fiend in weeks. So, what what do you do here with with Randy? How how far are we taking this? What what could possibly be this gimmick match at Rumble? And uh, do you like mess for Randy? It's a great question, right? So I'm. I'm happy that they're actually trying to push forward with a storyline of like the face burn, right? I, I like that they're actually going to carry that over because they forgot about what happened with like did it, did he burn Alexa Bliss like the week before and stuff like yeah. that, and they kind of just like let the quarter or half the show go by before they address that. Um, so it's good that they kind of addressed this one early. I guess they kind of realized from their um, their flub right there. Oh God, I mean they have a week to put a match together, and I don't like so last minute booking especially when the rumble is your main event at the end of the day we want it no matter what match you watch that night you want to get to the rumble like that's it like all right we have a wwe championship match we have a this we have a that but we, we want to see what happens in the rumble we want to see who are the surprise entrants who actually is going to win this rumble and kind of be able to fantasy book wrestlemania so to be quite honest i think it would be the wrong move to book a sort of gimmick match at rumble it makes no sense put that at elimination chamber yeah. which I think is the last pay-per-view for WrestleMania, in my opinion. Um, I think it would just make more sense for The Fiend to cost Randy an opportunity at WrestleMania because then he makes it even more personal, and they finish just at Chamber or Mania if you want to push it to Mania and have the gimmick match go there. You have a two-night Mania. you got a lot of cards to fill. Yeah, That's where you need to put a match that actually has significance. Putting a match at, at Royal Rumble when the main event is the Rumble, it, now we have two Rumbles. We have the girls and the guys. Sure. Is what 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 if they what if the option or the potential option is that that gimmick match being them the last two men in the rumble? <laughs> Don't follow. If they're, the, if they're the final two, or Randy wins the last one standing and Bray's the thirtieth guy, 
you know, and that, and that finishes off the rumble. Meaning that they're the last but, two participants and whoever correct, wins correct. goes to rumble. And, I mean, and goes to mania pretty much, but it ends the feud there. I think that'd be really let down personally. Well, I'm, I'm you're, just saying like, you're only going to throw someone over the top rope and that's going to be it. And that ends the feud. Like I would hate that. No, personally. I, I agree. But I'm saying like, if you see them, if you see Bray beat the hell out of him before the rumble match, then it's no, I mean, you can't have him go in the rumble. That, that's then you're right. It makes no sense to do that. Yeah. That's the only thing I would think if they had anything to do with the rumble, that would have to be the only thing that would somewhat be salvageable. Cause that has I mean, to close the show. Has to. It has to. Cl- it has to close the show. I mean, you can have Unless... the team cost cost Randy the match. That's what I'm you know, thinking. Yeah, that's you know, I'm... and 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 then that be what, what the turning point is. Like, all right, you know, you're back. You made this personal. Let's finish this thing one 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 final right. time. Yeah, you know what I mean. To have the two of them to be this to be quite honest, I would be extremely let down if the two of them were the last two in the Royal Rumble. Um, they don't need it. Of course, they don't need it right now, and that would just be extremely disappointing to be quite honest, in my opinion. What if? Uh... We the gimmick match is before the rumble, but like Bray takes, I know it's kind of stupid, but like Bray takes Randy's spot after you're like kill whatever. I don't even know what kind of gimmick match you could possibly do. They did the yeah. Are, are they trying to do? They're trying to do too much. Then you're trying to do way too much yeah. in such a short period of time. You have seven days until the rumble. Actually, technically eight days if you count today. You have eight days till the rumble. Why are you going to rush something when you don't need to actually rush it? You've literally had a slow burn. No pun intended with this one, and you actually have the opportunity to make this personal and have Randy who wants the title, who wants to be the center, the center of everything, have him be, have him get cost the rumble because of the fiend in some way, even if like whatever it ends up being, get him, get him thrown out. Boom, done. Great. Now we can move on to that and let them finish that feud. I would hate to see them finishing in the rumble. Cause I just think it would just, you take away from what the rumble's supposed to be. Yeah. Because Drew McIntyre was made last year from the Rumble. Oh, let's have another. Too. Let's have another moment like that. Don't give me the Fiend and Randy. Like that's bad. That would be really bad. And to and to to push a gimmick <laughs> match with eight days with with you know. The, the only I would thing just that makes down. the only the only thing that makes me nervous is they they've done a pretty poor job of developing any type of big time character star with some serious heat going into the Rumble. Really per se, right? I mean, outside of what Cesaro's two week stretch here that. That he's won two big matches, they've done a really piss poor job of making anyone really yeah like exciting to, it, the way they like, Drew, Drew is clearly the favorite to win yeah. the rumble right like in years past they usually have the hottest guy going into the rumble that you feel like he's got a good shot to winning they haven't done anything like that with anybody yeah no up until this point so that's why I'm a little worried about the chaos that the Royal Rumble could bring and what <laughs> direction they may go. I think and you can argue that both. Yeah, you could argue that even for the women's too. They we don't. No, Rhea's gonna win it? the women's. Rhea's gonna win it. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's winning it. Predictions are next week, but uh, I, I like that. <laughs> putting it out right. I would now. love it. All right. Rhea Ripley, Sasha Banks, Royal Rumble, or Rhea Ripley, Oscar, Royal Rumble. I mean, uh, I mean WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I would you love know that. Who's gonna, you know one. who's gonna find her way in that match though. Yeah, Charlotte. 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 Well, hopefully, hopefully your stepmom will fucking put her in timeout before that happens. I agree. Um, I look I look forward to that. Tom, their retribution's been kind of on a roll lately. I think uh they're making a name for themselves now. Mace went over Xavier Woods uh while Kofi is out. Um, but they're kind of bringing in this angle of uh Ali and Kofi now. I think I kinda I'm digging that. So the Ali's bringing back the whole thing when he got hurt and Kofi took his mm-hmm. spot, got Kofi main and everything. Um, Ali had come out and said this months ago that this is one of the reasons why 
he started this group basically because the the injustice of him getting overlooked and stuff like that um just thoughts on uh how they're integrating this new this new feud and uh what we expect out of it at least yeah, no, I mean, if they do it right, I think it'd be great. I mean, like you said, you know, that that spot that for Kofi took was supposed to be for him. And I mean, look what we could have done for him. You know, could have, yeah. you know, he could have been champion. I mean, I don't know if he would have gone as long as Kofi did with the belt, but no, I mean, that's the case that he said that's why he made the thing. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, you got, I mean, I know retribution up to this point has been kind of a joke, but no, I mean, that's pretty cool. And and if they go like say, I don't know if they'll do it at Mania because I mean I think Kofi's legit out with a jaw injury. I think they said or something. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. So I mean no, but I look if, like I said they do it right. I think it'd be great. I really do. And you gotta have Ali go over. I mean there's no if they do have that match. I mean if he doesn't go over, then I think Retribution's completely finished then at that <laughs> point. But but no, I mean like if they do it right, I think it'll be very well. And like you said, the last couple of weeks have been getting some pretty big wins and everything. So now I mean hopefully this is. The turning been, point for them, but you know, it's been knows. quiet for like a, a retribution. Like they're not really like over the top, like all yeah, over the yeah. TV. But it's been. I think this is the way they should have started off. Exactly. Yes. I, yeah. I don't know what they what the what the point was of like skipping to this point now, like waiting yeah. for this point now. But I think the way they're booking them now, it should have been the way they been from the beginning. Yep. Absolutely. Getting these wins, getting these big wins, and like uh-huh. doing it the way they're doing it. Like they can cheat to win. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I don't know. Uh. Noodles, Oscar Alexa Bliss here. A lot of uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, Definitely interesting. <laughs> we got the the uh, the interaction in Alexa's playground. That's what they call it, right? Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it's what we, what could you expect from that? Like Oscar's been a, a very oddball character recently with her dancing and singing and stuff. Uh, her interacting with Alexa. Is definitely something of new to different. us on TV. Yeah. It's definitely different. Um, then we get the match, and Oscar uh, shows fear in Alexa, yeah. and this didn't really go over well on the internet. Uh, a lot of people think it's uh, it's the wrong move, making Oscar uh, look weak. Why is she afraid of Alexa? I mean, there's an easy answer to that, but I'm not gonna. Well, the internet, internet was upset about something. Wow, uh, yeah, <laughs> shocking. Um, this is, looks like this is the direction we're going in, at least for the short term, uh, for the the women's championship with Alexa making a play for it. What do you uh, what do you want to see out of this? Like, how are you are you liking the way they're presenting Asuka as having fear in Alexa? I think it's I think personally, I think it's good for Alexa. I think it's getting that point across of her demonic or whatever you want to call it ability. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's good. I don't know. Of I don't course, know I mean. I, I, Every everything Alexa's doing right now is amazing. I mean, I I'm probably not the best guy to judge on that because I, everything that she does I think is amazing. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, you know, there's really not too many people that are out there that are believable to challenge Oscar really in any way, right? So, and to to put put that side of Alexa being you know the underling of the fiend and having her own sick and twisted side is awesome and it's remarkable yeah. and it's and that has to be able you know Alexa is not. <clears throat> Um, you know, she's not, she's not like big or jacked or anything like that to where maybe her believability factor is not always there, but for her to have this side of her, that makes her dangerous, that makes her creepy, makes her scary. It puts her in the mix to be able to challenge for any title and and any type of thing that goes on that she's in the mix because she's that talented in anything that she does, whether it's in the ring on the mic, how she acts. I mean, I don't know. I think it's fantastic. And yeah, Oscar needs to be, you know, have a little fear because someone's got to be able to beat her eventually. Yeah. Why not bliss? Yeah, and exactly. she's the only one that has any any type of opportunity, I think, to do so. 
She's well, she's always been over. She's one of the few characters that's no matter what she does, it's always going to be over. So having this 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 cool and different thing on twist with her and her allegiance with with uh, Bray is, is just is cool shit. And I'm all for it. Yeah, I think it's making the point of showing that it looks <clears throat> it's a way to get her over as this as this powerful character. Like why I don't understand the issue that people would want to like not see Asuka show fear. I don't get it. Um and it was like it wasn't just like one or two people. It was like a lot of people were not okay with this. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like no one I, I don't understand why you would like what when, when Alexa find other things to complain about. <laughs> yeah. When Alexa like leaned back on the ropes and did like the, the Bray thing when he like leans back from the, the turnbuckle, they're like Oscar shouldn't be afraid of that. She looks like a Barbie doll. I'm like, well, what about when like John Cena got scared exactly. at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. he hit his pants when that happened. John Cena's <laughs> John fucking Cena, dude. Like yeah. and- the, the guy laid down to Alberto Del Rio, right? So yeah. like, let's yeah. let's talk about let's talk about like stupid shit for that's yeah. real stupid shit. Give yeah. me a break with this. Why it's like it's pro wrestling people. Like you're really like taking that it's very odd, odd horrible take. I think by a lot of people, but uh. No, I just want to get your opinion on that. I think we're all biased here for Alexa in the in the whole scenario. I think I could speak for all of us, but uh, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's a good direction they're going. I think we need. I think it's cool as shit. Yeah, it's one of the only things that makes world watchable, in my opinion. If if you've been paying attention, right? (laughs) We needed a new challenger for Asuka, someone else besides Charlotte, and I think it's eventually might happen. Um, unless we get hopefully the Rhea thing is real, but uh, I don't know. Real. I hope so. Um. Before we go into uh, Wednesday night shirts, I want to get your opinion on AJ Styles versus Ricochet. I think we got uh, pro wrestling at its finest. Um, I mean, you can't really expect anything else from these two, but uh, and that finish, holy shit, that Styles clash, man, that was insane. I yeah, know there's really no there's really no story, true story behind it, and I just want to get your opinion on the match and uh, just the the I mean, a style we don't really see much on the main roster. You know what's crazy? It's like what when you sit in the writers' room, right, and you look at the card, and you look at your you look at your roster of of, of superstars, men and women, and you look up and down, and you go, I see AJ's at the top, and you're like, all right, who can we put up against AJ? How did it take this long to have these two legitimately wrestle each other? Like, why did we have to just get this like almost like as a thrown together match as it was? And I see what it, I see what they're doing with AJ every week, right? They're trying to like have him be someone to enhance talent and give like a legitimate wrestling match. Right. Yeah. Um, which is great, but this was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you want innovative, you want to earn ratings. You want to earn respect <laughs> back from the fans. It's the craziest thing. We say it all the time. Give us legitimate wrestling matches. You have talented people in that locker room. AJ Ricochet makes plenty of sense in a wrestling standpoint. <clears throat> And that's exactly what they did. They delivered moments that we're talking about today. And I would love to see them do it again. Absolutely love to see them do it again. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Loved everything about it. I, I good job. Yeah. It's, it's surprising. I think, I think, honestly, I think it just, it happened, but a great job. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's stuff like that. We have like a bunch of these mid card. I don't, I didn't want to call them mid card guys, but guys that can, go in the mid card and like give us these type of matches imagine like a a feud like aj like a four-way like run for the u.s title like aj riddle ricochet and like elias right like i'm not discounting lefty but just not him having the championship like having a, a fatal four match with those four guys go like on a pay-per-view i think that's like to- like just easy it's like quality wrestling i don't know i just like i find it hard to be done like right yeah exactly <laughs> 
Um, I don't know, man. I just thought it was such a great match. And like, to we should get like, doesn't have to be the whole show filled with those type of matches, but like, give us like two or three of those. We have, mm-hmm. you have the ability to do it. Just do it. Yeah. You know. have the time. Three hours, a lot of time to fill. Give us two matches a week that are legitimately worth talking about. And you'd be you surprised get, how many people are going to watch. And you'll get it's respect a weird back, thing. man. You'll yeah. get that respect back. And I think they need that on Raw. Cause like this episode wasn't too bad. Right. But it wasn't like over the top. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll, uh, We'll see what happens next week. We got to go home short of Rumble, so uh, I don't know. Jersey, take us into Wednesday nights, please. Welcome back. All right. Wednesday nights, boys. Um, a lot going on. We're going to go with AEW first. Um, it was Negative One's birthday. It was Negative Happy One's birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Negative One. Um, You're going to sing? No, he, what was that? You're going to sing? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Just, no. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> um but it was negative one's birthday and they were having a little celebration and they were interrupted by chaos product in TH2. Okay. We got something to say about that. Um, we're going to set up a nice little four on four, uh, you know, nice little tag match. And we're going to have my boy, John Hungy, uh, Alex Reynolds, Cole Cabana, and that really handsome man, uh, hangman Adam page. And it was a fun, it was a fun match. You know, it was a good match. Nothing too much out of the ordinary. You had to figure that, you know, the dark Order was going to win. It's negative one's birthday and they did win. Um, but what happened after the match is kind of what I want to get your take on. Now I know three of the four of us have um, proposed before and we've been fortunate enough to get that. Yes. Um, John proposed to Adam hangman page to join the dark order and unfortunately they started celebrating too soon because they said he said yes but he said no uh joey being being successful at proposals um you know you've done this before in the past you've gotten a 100 percent success rate how do you think how do you think john feels in the dark order i mean that that's got to be tough man to lose out on hangman page because that is one handsome devil yeah um as john alluded to i'm one for one in that in that question so thankfully thankfully for that um 100 wasn't wrong he yeah. told it how it is yeah <laughs> um it's i mean it's it's the storyline there is great i think i know as we always joke around how uh how AEW isn't always like dead serious on certain things but i think this one gets the cake i think it's i'm okay with this uh if you watch bte being the elite you, there's a little more backstory to the whole them trying to recruit him in in the dark order uh it's fucking hilarious man i really suggest just that you get more of a uh, a different side a different comedic side from the these wrestlers on that show so I, if you guys want to check it out i would definitely check it out but i think it's a uh, uh i don't know it's unfortunate for dark order i like i love i'm a big hangman fan um and he he had said he he's done the group thing before and look how it turned out so we know where that's going. I think he's going to be one of those lone wolf type of guys. He's going to ride him by himself. Uh, I think he's he has a, a fear of joining a, a group again. So um, I, I'm okay with it. I, I I wish the best to the Dark Order. And hey, I mean, they recruited you and you didn't join. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. With them. I, I work on the sales pitch. <laughs> I am. I am. I am with the Dark Order. Okay. Okay. Um, John asked me to be a part of it and to leave you guys. I would be happy to do so. I just have not gotten my contract from Tony Khan. So I'm waiting for that to kind of come in the mail. I know that snail mail is tough, but Tony, I'm waiting. Um, no, I just, I thought the whole, I just, I enjoy that angle a little bit. I enjoy John's comedic, um, the whole thing is kind of fun. It was easy. I feel like it's easy to watch. It's enjoyable and it was fun. And I just, I got, yeah. it gave me a nice laugh. So I enjoyed that. 
And did you see uh, uh did you see uh Brody Jr. when he's like, My birthday was three days ago, you idiots? And he yeah, and he threw the paper. <laughs> yeah, and he threw the paper. <laughs> Yo, the he kid's did a good job, man. It's a natural yeah. for a seven year old, eight year old man. Oh yeah. yeah. No, he's good, man. He's, uh, he's, he's funny. Yeah. I might pay him to come to Nick's next birthday party so we can throw the papers at Nick. That's what I'm, I, I might try to do. I'd love to see that. I would actually pay a lot of money to see that. You do. Um, oh, my God. Speaking of something I would not pay a lot of money to, um, that oil painting of Kenny and Don Callis. What the fuck was that? Ooh, it's now a boy. T-shirt, by the way. Of course. Of course it I mean, it would have to be. I mean, Tommy, yeah. I know you're a man that collects art of, of good stuff, and Nick, too. I don't know, man. Would you collect that art, Tom? Did you collect Don Callis and uh, and Kenny Omega? Absolutely not. Really oiled up and darkly <laughs> tanned. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Dynamite until last night. And you said in the chat, uh, and you said, "I'm like, what the fuck is that?" And you're like, "Oh, just wait." I'm like, and I watched it. I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, what did they have a blind person can paint that thing? To give a little context, what I'm talking about is um, there was a segment where the young bucks went to Kenny's house, and Kenny wasn't home, but Don was home. And Kenny was, and Kenny was not home. Don was home and Don tried to pay off the young bucks and the young bucks actually paid back something pretty funny. Speaking of paying back is when they were part of impact as generation May, I believe that was what yeah. they went by. Um, some of their checks went not clear because impact wasn't always rolling with the right bank account. So they actually, it was pretty funny little shot. They took back at impact. Like, Oh, I know how this works. We used to get checks from you guys and they used to not clear. So that doesn't work out for that's us. A shitty, that's a horrible take for a, a partner in business. Like you're really calling shots. It's like, fuck, well, you know what it is? I mean, I guess they're trying to bring reality into this. Um, and pretty much when they went into the house, they saw that painting and it was the most horrifying thing that they probably seen in their lifetime because it horrified me. <laughs> um, but I do want to maybe get that picture for Nick for next Christmas present. We'll see. Um, thanks, buddy. But thanks, Tom, <laughs> for uh, letting me know that that is not something that you'd want to, you know, yeah, display yeah. in your nice art. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is that is hysterical. So one thing that blew my mind, and Nick, I definitely want to get your opinion on, was it was Top Flight and Matt Seidel taking on the number one contenders for the Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm tag team championship and i will repeat myself the impact wrestling tag team championship a private party went on tuesday with matt hardy your boy version whatever he's on right now um and defeated james storm um and chris saban i believe it was and uh became the number one contender for the impact championships um that alone i guess i want to kind of hear your thoughts on it hearing a team like private party uh, team that's probably not the Young Bucks caliber and some of these other teams like the Good Brothers and such, but they will be facing the Good Brothers coming soon. Yes. How do you feel about, you know, we spoke about what do we want to see next? And I told you guys that what I'd want to see is if Mo- I want to see Moxley go get their title, because if Don Callis has been the person behind this whole invasion that they're kind of doing, go get their title and bring that back to AEW. So we have private party potentially going to go, you know, try to get those titles and bring them back to AEW. Um, during the match, private party and Matt Hardy did win um, with some heelish tactics, you know, some, some stuff out of your playbook. So we are seeing a possible turn of them. I guess, what do you think? You know, private parties that number one contenders for impact. Little yeah, I, like private, I like private party. Uh, you know, they're, they're a legitimate tag team. Um, they're not on the, like you said before, they're not on the level of the, the good brothers and the young bucks, stuff like that, but you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start building people and you got to start building legit contenders. Um, I think the easiest way to do that, do as well, is to 
have heel tactics, you know what I mean? To, to, to try to compete on that level with some of the, the upper echelon tag teams. So I think it's, it'd be a good move for them. And it would be awesome. Like you said, to go over and win their titles as well and bring them back and kind of have a true cross brand rivalry. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it, right? Like you go into someone's house and you take their, you take their, you, take their shit. you open right, their fridge that's, that's how and, you, take a and shot. you eat their food. <laughs> damn right. Damn right. Um, we got an announcement of the uh, Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament. The winner going to get Sheeta. This is something where I can see a possible free agent or a potential impact wrestler coming over to potentially compete in this tournament and be a legitimate contender for it. Maybe a Jordan Grace. Maybe. I don't know. Joey, what do you think about that? Yeah, let's. I mean, I hope this isn't on YouTube like the, the tag team thing was last time. So I hope I, not I hope, either. hope they get some recognition. Uh, not every match has to be on TV, but throw it make it make it give it a little meaning behind it and if some impact women did come over and, and join that tournament i'd be very happy i think they should do that um take advantage like we said from the beginning take advantage of that roster and uh make it all interesting jordan grace i mean top notch on the impact side so uh i mean i would i'm, I'm on board for it i hope they they do it right uh they still haven't come back from this this uh, lack of a women's division in my eyes yet. I'm still not uh, on board with it yet, but uh, I'd like to see something, something big happen with this tournament. Yeah, me too. Um, because we haven't seen Sheeta since her, I guess, win over um, Abaddon. And, um, you know, it just seems to be, that's kind of what they do. They don't, no one's ready for Sheeta. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't we try to get someone ready for her? Because I'm, I'm, done, uh, with the, I'm done with, I'm done with the, the travel issues rule. Cause I, I, the, you guys have, they have plenty of talent over there. So utilize them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Please, please do. Uh, but speaking of talent, uh, main event time, three-way tag match, the inner circle to crown who is the tag team of the inner circle. Um, MJF and Jericho, Sammy Hager, Santana Ortiz. Sammy Hager. That was great. Did you see Santana Hager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He showed up. <clears throat> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, to be honest, I actually really, I mean, I, I enjoyed imp- uh, uh, Dynamite as it was. I was going to say Impact. Um, Dynamite as it was. But I really enjoyed this main event. I, I I can't get over how Shivani just loves to rip on MJF. He just hates him. Um, he does a great job in the commentary <laughs> with that. And he's like, you know, there's just five guys in this match, and there's only one guy that's not actually getting in there. And and he just gets so emotional about it. Just like he takes it personal, which is great. Um, a lot of good moments, I think, in that match. A lot of good standoffs, a lot of good one-on-ones. We saw a lot of good things in that match. But we ended up seeing uh, MJF and Jericho getting the win with MJF, you know, getting a little one over. And um, they are, I guess, the best tag team of the inner circle. And we'll probably be maybe a tag team to go challenge the Young Bucks at a future date. Uh, boys, we can go roundtable on this one. Uh, Tommy, I'll start with you. Did you think the team I was supposed to win win won this match? And are you happy with how the match went down? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, they, they put all this effort into, you know, MJF joining in a circle all those months ago. You figured they had to do something with him and Jericho, you know. So I figured throw them in a tag team together and, I mean, as we see, it's been working, you know, him and the, him and Wardlow in the inner circle, you know, shout out to Wardlow. Shout out to Wardlow. He looked great, by the way. He looked fantastic at ringside. And so, yeah, no, I'm happy they did that. And it'd be cool to see, you know, Jericho and him, you know, go for the belts, like you said, whenever that may be, maybe the next, you know, pay-per-view they do or wherever it is. But no, it's good match overall and very cool to see that. So, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Nick, I mean, MJF and Jericho are probably two of your top favorite guys from from uh, from AEW. So your boys won. How are you feeling? Awesome. It had to be done that way, right? I mean, they're the, obviously, we all know they're the two biggest stars in, in AEW. Uh, they're, the future's bright. MJF is is the, the pinnacle of where, where you'd want to be as far as a heel would be. Um, and it's just the only thing that makes the most sense for all their storylines to go forward in the eventual split and – you know, MJF down the line to, to go over on Jericho. Yeah. It's the perfect, perfect, the perfect recipe. Joey, creatively, um, you know, you, you like, like Nick just alluded to, there's going to have to be some turmoil and a split at some point in the inner circle, right? We know that. Um, we'd have to assume that Jericho may turn face. We may think Sammy may turn face, you know, a lot of, a lot of different booking options. But with this match being what it was and Jericho and MJF winning, where do you see the inner circle go from here, right? We had Wardlow and we had Hager fight. Now we had this. Where do we go from here? Are we done with the term? We're done with the in the in-house fighting. Do we move on? That's a good question. I think they left it open there a little bit with the with MJF pulling the tights on Sammy. Um, so that's that's always going to hang around. Um, I don't know. It's that's a really good question. I'm not sure what they how how because the Young Bucks still have to. I mean, they made it seem like the the whoever wins the match is going to go for the tag team championships. I don't know how soon. Like you said, we it could be down the road, whatever. But um, I'm not sure where they go with it, man. I, I think we eventually get the uh, the head of it with MJF and Jericho boiling over at some point. Um, but I don't know how far they take it. It's uh, definitely intrigued, and they're all entertaining. So it's definitely going to be a good ride, no matter what. Um, but just one thing I want to take away from that match is Jericho needs to relax with that lion salt, brother. Um, dude almost broke his fucking neck, so I think he should just yeah. take that step back and maybe uh, not not do that move anymore. <laughs> he's not thirty no more. No, and listen, listen, people saying he should retire and need to relax. No, I'll, yeah, I'll address that's... I'll address the internet wrestling community, <laughs> but uh, just stop just negate that move from your your repertoire. That's all I have to do. You don't have to retire. He could still do a lot of other things good. So just leave him around. But don't just don't do that the line song anymore, please. Thank not just not just yeah. good, Joe. Great. The guy is one of the greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah, absolutely. People need to show a little more respect. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh but yeah overall I mean the match is great. Uh, I'm excited to see where they go with it. But I'm not I'm not too sure exactly. So that's a first. Yeah. Um you know, Dynamite was entertaining and had some other points, but I think, boys, for uh, time, we're going to go into NXT, sure. a little SmackDown, and we'll go mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. Um, Beth Phoenix is back on commentary. You know, she's been doing commentary not at the Capitol Wrestling Center. She was actually physically back there. Um, maybe she was helping Edge get back into mm. ring shape. You never know, or get back into bed shape, whatever they got to do at home. <laughs> but either way, there was a lot of cardio. We we have to know that, right? Edge is the rated R superstar for a reason. Yeah. Um, Welcome back, Beth Phoenix. Obviously, it's good to have her on commentary. And to be quite honest, I actually do enjoy her on commentary. Yeah, she's, she's good. good. She's very, very good. good. Yeah. Very good. I, I really do. So, to be quite honest, I'm happy to see her back there. Um, you know, losing Moro Ranallo, Moro Ranallo was a big loss. Um, I think Wade Barrett has done a great job stepping in. Um, I think Vic Joseph does a great job. And Beth Phoenix, I think really, I think it's, I like the tandem. I like the three of them, to be quite honest. It, they make it, if that's what we have to have, we can't have Moro, I'm good. Yeah, yeah no, go with that on NXT. No complaints here. Something that threw me off, boys, which I didn't expect. And I don't know if maybe keep me honest. Did you guys know that some of the uh, Dusty Classic matches were going to be on 205? I saw. Now, I knew we had some 205 wrestlers as a part of it, which is cool. I like that. But I didn't know. I, I didn't feel like it was as advertised as saying, okay, go catch Killian Dane and Drake Maverick taking on Kurt Stallion and August Gray on 205 Live yeah. on Friday night. I didn't know that was going to take place. 
Did you I guys or Joe? I didn't? I saw it like pop I up. I didn't know it was going to happen though. So I mean, yeah. it was a nice little surprise to, to watch two hundred five live. But uh, I don't know. It wasn't advertised. No, wouldn't it? you? That's the thing. What wouldn't you like advertise your your big classic and you want to get viewers over to two hundred five? Go tell us to continue watching the club. I, Cause I, I would have watched it then. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. So when I see they bring up the bracket again, I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait a second. I thought Drake and Killian were going to go on, but when was this match? And then I look at it, I'm like, son of a bitch, I missed it. Maybe it was um, like promoted on social and we didn't like, I mean, we can't catch everything that they tweet out. So it's maybe it was just like a, a social media thing. I don't know. It might have been, but it's it's crazy. You can have the commentary team take a quick little 10 second spot. But Dude. hey, <laughs> we're not. I don't know, man. I don't know. But what I'm trying to get to is that we're going to have Killian Dane and Drake Maverick take on MSK. Um, you got to think MSK is going to win. Joey, I know you weren't really a part of last week's, um, you know, talk about the rascals. Yeah. But I want to just get your opinion on that one. Um, we, we found out who MSK was. It is the rascals. Um, I enjoyed the match, what they did. I thought they did a great job. So I guess just kind of going with you. Um, I guess the whole 205 thing, we kind of just hit on that before. But yeah, uh, MSK, just want to get your uh, your thoughts on it. I mean, I'm excited for him. I think uh, from what from what I've read and what, what people have said, Triple H has a lot of uh, stock in them. I think he's the one that, like, chose them to, to get signed or he, like, reached out. Good. Um, and you can see, like, in the packages they've been getting, and, like, there's definitely a lot of a nice little push key behind them. So I'm not sure if they come out victory victory victorious in in the whole cup but i definitely see them getting a nice run in it um and they're i mean just from that first match i i I knew who they were from like clips and stuff on youtube and like maybe like a match here there i saw an impact i never actually saw like a full match but they're legit so i'm excited yeah me too i'm very excited and what's great is i think they're going to go over drake and and killian which is good because then we'll we'll see them We'll see them lining up in the finals in one of the side of the brackets, which is cool because, right, isn't that what we want? We want to see at least two more meaningful matches for them. Whether they go to the finals or not, that is to be to be determined. Sure. Um, but at least we're going to catch at least, I think, in my opinion, two minute, two more minimum matches for them, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, another match that took place on 205 Live, we won't get into it, was the Bollywood Boys took on Legato Del Fantasma and Legato won. Um, and they're going to take on the winners of Imperium and Lucha House Party, which took place on... NXT, which was cool. I was like, okay, great. I can keep up with this. It's a little bit hard for me a little bit. You know, I'm a smart guy, but I was like, ah, I don't know where to watch. Um, Nick, the show opens with Kushida and Leon Roth taking on the ways Austin Theory and the North American champion, Johnny Gargano. And what I thought was a great opening contest. Absolutely. Set the show's pace. Um, Kushida and Ruff got the win, though. Yeah, to advance. I was, I was a little shocked. Were you surprised? I was a little, I little bit surprised. This, this is believability. I know this is. A, we always sit on yeah. this. This is your thing. <laughs> they beat him. They did. And you clean. didn't believe it. And I, did, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I'm happy for him. I mean, at, at the end of the day, right? I mean, they have been pushing Kushida hard. Uh, he's got a lot of steam, a lot of momentum going. Um, he's clearly going to be the next in line to to go after Johnny Wrestling. Um, so from that regard, I guess it makes sense to keep that momentum going and to you know prove his worth for when he goes after Gargano in the North American title. Um, but I was a little stunned for them to pull the rug out from the way right out the gate. I was too, but you know what, man? And and I think they don't they need it though. The they don't right. need it. They don't need yeah. it. But I, I just Surprising. I just felt like I thought they could have maybe not matched them up in the first round. You know what I mean? Kind of swung it around and then come back to it. And then really enhance the rivalry to really take them out in the first round was a little shocking to me to match yeah. those two up against each other. 
if if the ultimate goal is Kashida Gargano down the line anyway. Right. It shouldn't have started. It shouldn't right. have started. It, it shouldn't have started it right out the gate. Yeah, like I would like to see that like in a second round matchup because it's it's always it's always helpful for like both of those teams to get a first round win. Like you could have, I know they had two hundred five um, wrestling teams a part of this, and you could have had them go over on with, on a two hundred five team if you really wanted to kind of build up a little bit more for like a second round matchup. I'm with you. Um, good match. Um, I you know I'm down to see Kushida and Johnny Gargano. He needs a good credible contender, and they're trying Absolutely. to build Kushida to be such. So I, I guess they're accomplishing it. Just. Sometimes it's surprising to see things kind of take place when they do. Yeah. But I think they're accomplishing yeah. what they're trying to do. It was a bracket um, buster. Yeah, you got that bracket buster. <laughs> it is it is madness. That's not even March yet, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, Joey, I'm happy you like that one. Good. It was good. I'd like to see you giggle. It was good. Um, <laughs> uh, Joey, sit. I'm going to stick with you since you got a lot of you got a little laughs going on. I mean, arguably the best entrance in wrestling, carrying cross with mm. Scarlet, right? Um, Took took on a shot the Adonis. Oh yeah, it was an it was a mugging, Joey. In my opinion, an absolute mugging of what Cross did to Ashanti. Um, he fell in prey really quick. Now that we've seen Karrion move on from Priest, I'm sure Priest is. I think Priest is going to come to the main roster. Um, we'll see him. Another spoiler: he'll be in the Royal Rumble. Um, is it? We're 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 going to see. It looks like we're going to see Pete Dunne and, and Finn Balor, but what does Karrion Cross do now? Is he just going to kind of pile up some wins on some of these people and just kind of keep getting the ring rust off? What do you see kind of happening next with him? Uh, this is a great question. Um, I, don't I want to know. keep something, bud. Yeah. I want to see him fi- I want to see him go over on more like viable, credible talent. Credible yeah. talent. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm over the fact I'm over the squashes for him. I don't need to see um, him beat up lower level guys every week but like when we saw him be priest like that was legit so i mean I, it's not going to hurt anybody in the process either so um i don't know what he does in that little gap with uh pete dunn and finn but i would have maybe like bronson reed would be a nice little uh can i know bronson's like streaking right now so you don't want to ruin that either but uh that'd be a nice little feud to go one-on-one just to hold it over um or just i mean i don't know someone like did like Dexter, I don't know. I'm not sure where they want to want to go. Might hurt Tommy. Yeah. That might hurt Tommy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Both my boys. <laughs> yeah, both his boys. But uh, I, I just don't need to see the squash matches every week. I, you just let them get the ring rust off, off TV. <laughs> I don't know. Right. They're just talking. No, I, you know I, what I mean? I'm I with know. you. I'm with you. They have to be very careful, right? You don't. You don't want to. You know, you want to give him meaningful feuds, right? Because we know that him and Finn are gonna are gonna sell out, virtually sell out. We'll say because we can't have fans in the stands right now. But you don't want to fall into that position where you don't know what to do with one of your arguably best characters that you have because yeah. you're trying to hold over time. You got to be very careful with that. So yeah. I'm with you. I don't want to see straight squashes, but he can run off a quick feud with someone, maybe not a Bronson Reed. Cause I, I see what you're saying. Cause you yeah. want to kind of build him up too, but there's some other people on that roster, whether it, you know, listen, Hey, bring back Cameron Grimes. If you need to, he seems to be someone that you can put into a feud and, and help carry it a little bit, you know, have him run into Scarlet backstage and say something stupid and piss cross off, run That's a feud for idea. two or three weeks kind of yeah. thing, you know, quick booking off the cuff, right? We'll call that Saturday morning uh, booking. Yes. On the, on the wrestling journal. Absolutely. Um, Imperium took on Lucha House Party. Another bracket buster. Oof. Did not oh, expect yeah. that. Boys. <laughs> I mean, you can you can argue Leon Ruff and Kushida and the way you can argue 
This, I don't think anyone would have booked Imperium to lose to Lucha House Party, but what it is setting up is going to be a battle of the luchadors. Um, or kind of, sort of. Lucha House Party will take on Legato Del Fantasma in the next round. We won't say too much on that because we have other stuff to hit, but just want to make sure I keep up my Dusty Cup because it gets confusing for everybody. It does. Um, they did announce the women's brackets, boys, and um, we are going to get Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell taking on Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade. We got that actually last night. We got that last night. See, on two I wasn't watching it. See, <laughs> I need you guys to help me out here because this is what I'm talking about. It throws me off. Um, Shanti Blackheart and Ember Moon are going to take on Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark. Did that happen on two five? No. Okay. Okay. Um, Aaliyah and Jesse Kama- uh, Kamea taking on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Didn't happen yet. <laughs> And we okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I, I can't keep up with this. This is, this is hard for me. This is really hard. And a match that we did get. Yes. You can't get me on this one. Um, Casey Canizaro and Caden Carr have taken on arguably probably the either one or number two team, uh, Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow is right. Dude. Wow. A lot of surprises in the, these tournaments. A lot. I mean, did, again, no one could have seen this one coming, but what a what a match it was. A team that's been a team for a while, which is pretty cool, versus two very strong individuals put together. Um, that doesn't necessarily make a good team. Um, Tommy, hmm. what what a match. Yeah. What a finish. What was that that Casey did? And just to make sure I get, I get out there, Casey and Caden did beat them in a yeah. huge bracket buster, um, I guess, for your brackets. What what is that move, Tommy? What do you call that spinning uh, thing? I, I, have, like her neck I have no idea, but no, I mean the match was yeah. I mean, definitely it was definitely cool to see them. You know, Casey and Caden. You know, because you know they've been. I won't say they've been uh, jobbers to you know the women's you know other women wrestlers, but no, it's been pretty cool to see them. You know, beat those two. I mean, Tony Storm and you know Mercedes. You know, they're obviously going to be pushing them you know further down the line for something. But no, it was very cool to see that. So I mean. They, after that, they might be my favorites to win. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens the rest of the way. But, I mean, that was a very, very cool win for them. So, happy for them. It was very, very awesome. They're a legitimate team in this tournament, and I am very intrigued to see what they do from here. I'm happy to see them get a little something because at the end of this, there is no NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, but there is a Women's Tag Team Championship on the main roster, yeah. which they can travel. So, I would love to see at a takeover the winners of the Women's Dusty Cup take on Oscar and Charlotte or whoever the tag team's championships are at that time. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, excited to see it. Um, Tyler Russ took on Bronson Reed. Malcolm Bivens was not for that, Joey. He, no. he didn't want that. That wasn't his plan. And they spoke about that. Yeah. And he learned his lesson. And he won't do it again. <laughs> yeah. He did learn a tough one. <laughs> so we'll leave it right there. But yeah. Just to kind of allude to Bronson Reed climbing that ladder and getting back on top. The Colossal had a colossal splash at the end. It was great. But main event time, boys. The num- the second ever fight pit match. I love the concept of this. And before we get into the match itself, Raw Underground, right? They were trying to kind of create this fight pit type environment. It's funny because I- I'm happy the fight pit's in NXT. Because it's going to be done right. But the fight pit could have worked in with Raw Underground if they wanted to be that type of underground fight ring 
thing that like style that they were kind of going for. So it just kind of made me laugh. I'm watching like this could have probably worked on raw underground could have helped them a little bit, but I'm happy that they didn't use it. Cause I'd rather be in NXT. Yes. Um, but moving past Champa takes on Thatcher in this second ever fight pit match. And I want all, I want all your opinions on this one, Nick, I'll start with you. Um, physical hard Big time. Everything yeah. very powerful in this <laughs> match. I felt that they delivered with this. Um, Thatcher got the win. King is of the fight pit. Yeah. What's that? Is this Champion Swanson? That- um, it's possible. I guess it is possible, right? I mean, if there's you know there's a handful of guys down there that are certainly deserving of a graduation and a promotion, uh, Trump is one of those guys. Uh, he's a, he's a monster star, insanely good wrestler. Um, but I mean, it, that's that's just that's just dome, man. He don't lose there. He's he's the king of the pit. Um, and it was so cool to see him go over, especially because you know his. He does a great job of putting other people over in regular matches, but when it comes to that, it just shows how much of a force he can be, and uh, he's he's going to be big time. And I think you hit it right there for me. It's really important that he can let others go over matches, but I think when it comes to this fight pit, if this is going to be his thing for some time, they need to make sure that they book that correctly. Yep. Um, you only have him lose in that match to, like, whatever, you know, a legitimate up-and-comer, if, if need be, right? He beat Riddle. He beat Champa. Those are huge um, you know, notches on his belt. Joey, we know that Champa is someone who has been a proponent of staying down in NXT because he is happy there and he does not want to go anywhere. I know that he lost this match. I, I know I've asked you some hard ones. What do you think? What do you think that's going to happen with Champa next? I know, I know it's going to happen with Champa because it happened on 205 Live. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> really? Um, what happened? So, <laughs> carrying Cross. Beat up uh, Shotzi the Adonis, whatever. Is. I'm not sure his name, to be honest. Uh, Shanti yeah, the Adonis. Shanti the Adonis, yeah. So he, him and uh, the other, his partner, were supposed to be in the uh, Dusty Cup, and they are no longer in the Dusty Cup. The new tag team is Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. And okay. they And they beat... There's my answer. They beat uh, Tony Nese and Ari Davari last night on... Uh, yeah, to figure that would yeah, yeah, so I think they're rolling with that right now. Them as a tag team... Uh, I think Tom had said it like almost like a Cesaro Sheamus type thing, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, not sure where they have plans for that going forward. If they're going to be uh, a ringer in this in this Dusty Cup, but uh, it's definitely an upgrade from the other two. No offense to those guys, but uh, Champa and Thatcher may be something to we keep your eye on for sure. Keep your eye on for sure, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, I'll tell you one thing coming out of this segment is I got to watch two hundred five live because. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, I, I can't get over like all the stuff that I've missed. It ruins my whole segment. I look like a moron. Right? <laughs> and just to stay on that, Candace and uh, and oh our, god, it did win. They won. So they won. Okay. Yeah. Shout Thanks. out to shout out to uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, Cora Cora Jade. I guess Cora right? Jade. Yeah. Hope to see a hell of a lot more of them on NXT. We will. Please, we will. And it's gonna they're gonna they're they're legit. So it's good stuff. But. Yeah. Um, Tommy, I know we kind of hit on some stuff. Anything you want to add to that fight pit match? Thank you, George, for keeping me honest. I guess I need to make sure that on Friday nights, not only do I watch SmackDown, I watch 205 Live, and I'll stay up till 3 in the morning and watching it because there's just so much wrestling to watch. Uh, Have no, a good hearty I mean, breakfast. You'll be ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fight pit, you know, is awesome as always, and that finish is pretty freaking cool. I had him, like, in the cage there, and he had his knee around his neck and stuff. That was pretty cool, but no, very – very very cool match, and like you said, he's king of the fight pit. So I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be his thing. So cool to see. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you guys more. Um, I'm happy that I run on Duncan because otherwise, I don't know how I'd stay up on a Friday night. 
Thank you, Duncan. And thank you for my, uh, my midnight, my midnight coffee blend. It's fantastic. It's dark roast. Love it. Sponsor. Smackdown. Take this back for me, please. I'm having a hard time today. Yeah. We're running on time here. So I'll, I'll run through this quick. Uh, noodles. I want your opinion quick on Roman Reigns. Uh, the dude started off hot on Smackdown oh, yeah. last night. Uh, I think he's been nothing but great. We've said every week, uh, best heel in the business right now not just the company, not even not even debatable yeah. yeah um the dude is thriving every week and uh he, he actually just came out in an interview and said he's been pushing to be a heel for a long time i could only uh, imagine so he knew yeah he, he knew. i think he even said it from the beginning it was supposed to be seth as the baby face and him as the yeah heel. Yep. he wanted yeah when that happened he wanted to be he wanted to be the heel yep. and uh look how things work out look how all the shit he got and, yeah. and all the all the hatred he got, not from us though. We believed we knew Roman was the real deal, and because uh, we're we're actual sensible wrestling fans. Um, exactly. But uh, he's killing it. Uh, he ended up the. Uh, we'll go right to the the end of the show. K- Ko got his uh, got his piece in on him too. So yeah, he did. Um, that was cool. Finally, Ko getting an upper hand, which is yeah. re- which is something we haven't seen much in this in this feud here. Uh, you had some comments before we start recording. I just want to get your thoughts on the whole uh, the whole process with the uh, Roman and Ko. Uh, the Roman and Ko thing has been absolutely incredible. One of the best feuds I've uh, in- enjoyed in a long time. Um, I know it's been pretty one sided in domination from uh, from Roman, but last night. Uh, Kevin Owens beat down on Roman got me so jacked up that uh, I would like to see uh, KO go over at, at the rumble. That's how, that's how great it's been. Yeah. That's how great it's been. It's been good, man. I, I think he, he won. Not that he, I've always been a KO guy, but he won me over last night and believing that it could possibly happen now. And I think he that's came, all we needed. KO, KO came out so hot when he first came in and he was one of the best guys going. And, you know, he, he was out for a little while and he came back and he was definitely underutilized. So this feud with Roman has kind of reinvigorated him and uh, just goes to show you, like, you know, uh, how talented he is and how much better he's deserved, you know, for, for kind of being MIA, but not MIA, if that yeah. makes any sense. I get what you're saying. Um, KO, uh, KO, sorry. Uh, Cesaro, back-to-back wins, uh, huge weeks on SmackDown jurors. Uh, last week he went over DB. This week he went over Dolph Ziggler, and two two uh, good matches for him. Uh, the push he's getting ha- lately has been has been solid. Um, do we see any any anything come out of this, or are we just getting this to kind of are we like are they like all right, let's just give him Cesaro a couple weeks just to make everyone happy, and then they're gonna like just take it down? Or do do we actually have belief that this is a a good push for him right now? I mean, when you put him over DB. Um, I think that kind of makes a little bit of statement. You have him then cleanly win against Dolph Ziggler, in my opinion, which I think, again, says something again. Yeah. I would love to see what they do next week. I'd love to see him go against someone else that's cr- as credible. Maybe Bobby Roode, right? Yeah. Have him go up against Bobby Roode, beat Bobby Roode. Um, you know, I think they if they do this right, they can almost – I don't think Cesaro needs saving. He never needed saving. He just needed an opportunity to show what he can do. Exactly. So I don't think it's like they're trying to save Cesaro. But I think what they can do is they can kind of showcase him in the right light. And I think that next week, if you set him up, him and Bobby Roode, that's another person he can kind of go over. He's continuing to beat these people and eventually maybe set up a nice program with him and Big E. And that'd be kind of a really good, believable feud that Cesaro maybe could potentially beat Big E or it can give Big E a really good opponent to actually go up against. I would love to see that direction because no disrespect to Cesaro. It's not Roman Reigns. Um, 
But I think a Big E Cesaro could be done right. If if done well, it could be really, if done right, could be really well. Yeah. To enjoy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a nice little cherry on top would be having Cesaro as like a final four in the Rumble. I think that would be yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Not when when you get that spot, it kind of like gives you a little rub, like. You're not winning the rumble, but you're getting that little like you're getting acknowledged. You're someone. Yeah, you're yeah. someone. So I think that would be a nice little chair on top if Cesaro yeah. was the in the final four. And all I ask is just don't put on 205 live because I might not catch it. <laughs> for all we know, the rumble might be on 205. Yeah, right. I'm gonna be you know what? I'm gonna be real screwed unless one of you guys tell me what to tune in and watch because I, I don't I don't know what to do. Listen, uh first I feel like Anchorman in that moment. Like, you know, when the anchorman reads off the prompter only and if he says whatever's on the prompter, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. where to watch it. I'm not gonna know where to watch. Honestly, I had no idea. I was on Twitter last night and then uh they were promoting the match for Ciampa and uh help me out in the future, Thatcher. please. Yeah, I'm Let sorry. And you're a busy guy, so I don't want to bother you. I am, but I don't want to also want to embarrass myself. I Nick looks up to me. Um <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> I think we had a match of the year candidate last night and uh, Sasha Banks versus uh, Reggie or Reginald, as if you want to call him. Uh, Carmelo's, I don't even know how to say that word. Salmonier. Salmonier. Um, Tom, I know you were a big fan of the match. I was highly impressed with Reggie's uh, athletic ability. Uh, yeah. Is that he was the, cool. Is he the next yeah. world champion, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> All I got to say is that was definitely a five-star match right there. Um, <laughs> really? but, but no, that no, was pretty cool. I mean, seeing him do the little flips and everything, and he was hanging in there with Sasha. It was pretty cool. So, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, Sasha came out on top. But, you know, it was, you know, definitely definitely surprising. Let's say that. You know, a lot of a lot of surprises this week in pro wrestling, which, you know, you kind of want, which is cool, you know. So it was very, very cool. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things we saw this week that maybe were a little unexpected. Uh, may not agree with everything, but it definitely a nice little breath of fresh air, you can yeah. say. Real funny thing was last last night I got to spend some time with some with the parents and that that came that was on TV. My mom was watching Reggie and and <laughs> Sasha and my dad was there and they and they actually enjoyed it. They actually thought it was pretty funny. That's, funny. <laughs> That's good stuff. Shout out to the Galliotos. Super <laughs> athletic. Oh, no, it, was, it was awesome. It was uh, it was Nick, cool. Nick, just I wanted to come to you next. Shoot. Are you on uh are you following the hashtag justice for Sammy? <laughs> no. Fuck okay. that guy. Change my mind. <laughs> Uh, Sammy Zayn can ruin a wet dream. That guy's that guy's the worst. Yo. Uh, I just thought I'd get you taking that. I wonder, uh, would you be? A, you got it. Would you be a contributor to the documentary? Would you? Would Would you want to be in the final credits? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm all for I'm all for the brand. So if it's needed, I'm there. Okay. <laughs> I really want to see the documentary be something on on this on the network. Like, I, think, I I think they will. Okay, I legitimately would love. I would enjoy the hell of it being like a comedic seg, a comedic documentary the whole time of like a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Like, tell me that wouldn't go over really well. Oh, That'd be great. great yeah. It would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and before we go to our MVPs here, I just want to end off the show. Uh, Jersey, we got Dominic Mysterio back in action last night, but he lost in squash fashion to Baron Corbin. Um, Dad wasn't out there to help him out. He wanted to do it on his own. Paid the know. price. What, yeah. do, what do you think, man? Well, I mean, listen, Ray told him last week, um, you know, be careful, you know, stick with me. He didn't. And he got that ass whoop. Um, Sometimes daddy does know best. And I know you're a father and I know that you'll always tell Olivia for the rest of her life. Listen to your father. I know best. (laughs) You should have listened to his dad. Dom Dom did get that AK entrance, though. Did you see that? Yeah, that was fresh. Only the big time people get that. I thought, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Good for him. I, I kind of, you know, all jokes aside, I I, I want to see Dominic 
slowly get reintroduced to you know you know the main of the main roster if he's not gonna be in nxt because his last name is mysterio i get it sure um but i'd like to see him slowly get reintroduced i don't think baron corbin is the feud i think that's really more him and his dad and hopefully his dad will just kind of it'll put him to the side and let his dad handle this one but they rushed him so quick yeah and it was so much so fast where it became now what do we do with the kid Right. You have you get Seth Rollins. You don't really get to go much higher than that. Yeah. I really would love to see Dominic slow down and almost get reintroduced again. Let him have some smaller fuse and kind of go from there. I think Corbin's a nice start, though. I mean, it could be, but Corbin, I feel like, is a pretty big heel. One of the top heel on SmackDown, to be quite honest. I think that's actually shooting a little bit too high, in in my opinion. But that's fair. He, you know, he's a guy who should have got some NXT seasoning. Okay. Let's yeah. be real. I mean, he could have done real well down there, man. 100%. There. Yeah. But I get it, man. When your last name is Mysterio Slavinsky, you go right to the main roster. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. That's a hell of a hyphen. Um, <laughs> boys, before we uh, get into MVPs, I just want to share my appreciation to everybody. Respect. Uh, you guys treated me well in my time off, and I'm glad to be back. I just want to say that before we get into our MVPs. Um, Good to have you back. Hell of a it's show. It's not the did. same without you, man. We love to bust chops, but of course, it's, it's of course. this four. This is the four we need every show. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you guys need a day off, I owe you a couple. So uh, <laughs> take that as you will. Um, Nicky Noodles, since we know yours already, who's your MVP this week? I got a, I got a co-MVP this week, Joe. Oh. Oh. I don't know if that's allowed, but I'm going for it. Do whatever you want, man. My MVP is none other than Reginald with a tremendous <laughs> performance on SmackDown. And my other MVP to solidify a co-MVP is Joseph Crush. Taking on COVID-19 <laughs> and delivering a victory. Always. That <laughs> might be the biggest win of his career. It that is. is Hall of Fame worthy. Just tell me. <laughs> I appreciate that. First time ever. Uh <laughs> That was something. Like, what a guy you are. What did you uh, drink? Tremendous. Are you drunk? It's my Tom Brady electrolyte water. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Your TB12? TB12. Are we, are we rooting for the Bucks? What's going on? Come on, Joe. Is that a serious question? I, I mean, mean I'm really happy <laughs> to, see, uh, to see the David Ross spin in misery. So, <laughs> I'm all about the Bills Mafia this week. So, Hell yeah, Bills. Bills Mafia, baby. Uh, my my uh, MVP this week is Casey Catanzaro. I think uh, that the out you could probably even go that full tag team with King Carter. I think the the way I think what they've been doing this whole time. I didn't get to comment on it before what they've been doing since they've been in NXT as a tag team has been top notch. We know Casey dates uh, Ricochet, so she's definitely getting some insight on clearly with the flipping from him. Could you um, remember what a date with the two of them would be like? They would just hit each other with four fifties all day. <laughs> But that that like movie, hey, what do you want to do tonight? Do a little Netflix and four fifty. Yeah, do it. That's that's a great thing. Uh, that that flip was insane. I don't know if that's the way she wanted to hit it with like landed on her back, but it looked fucking cool and it got yeah, over on the yeah, internet. Yeah. So that's all that really matters at this yeah. point. But uh, they're they're my MVPs for this week. Uh, NJ three, who you got? But I mean, I might as well go with her with her boyfriend Ricochet. I know it's a loss, but when you go when you wrestle and you're spoken about even in a losing fashion, as we always say. You can get over and get over in a loss. And I think that Ricochet did get over in that match in a loss. In my opinion, that was fantastic. And I hope that's just a, you know, a nice thing of things to possibly come down the road for Ricochet. It was fantastic. And uh, yeah, Ricochet is my MVP this week. Shout out to Ricochet. Uh, shout out to Wardlow, too. I think I missed that earlier. Oh, always. Yeah. Shout um, out to Wardlow. Bad news, Tom Canal. Who's, uh, who's your MVP this week? I'm going with Mr. Kevin Owens for finally getting the upper hand on the Tribal Chief. 
uh, on SmackDown. And, um, great pick, Thomas. Great pick. Great pick. Yeah, great I mean, pick. you know, he's taking it on the chin, you know, last couple of weeks. But, you know, <laughs> that's what happens, you know, when you're going against a heel and he has, like, his, you know, his henchman, you know, Jay. Even though Jay wasn't there this week, I think that's why he got the upper hand. So, it was pretty cool to see that. But, yeah, now that match is going to be a lot of fun at Rumble. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Can't guys, wait. Episode 40. Uh, we made it 40 weeks in a row. With uh, with or without all three of uh, all four of us here, we did it in uh, no other fashion than I expected less from. Um, people, if you want to check us out, wherever you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, wherever you can download a podcast. Well, my favorite out. way to listen to us is on Alexa. Yeah, it's ask her. Ask Play her. the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast, and she will do it. She's great. Everyone's no, search, no searching yes. involved. No <laughs> searching involved. Sit, sit on your ass the whole time. Don't have to yeah. type or anything. Uh, but if you do have Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Leave a rating. We appreciate it. Five stars. Five stars. Boy. Five stars, yeah. boo boys. Give us a five-star Meltzer review. I said it. Um, but as always, people, take care. Stay safe. Watch Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm.